You're listening to the Bulls McLean Hour. And now your host, a man that deserves no introduction. Whatsoever. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Bowles McLean Hour. This episode entitled... <laughs> this episode, as you can see on your playlist, it's titled Woke Mob. But that's not the title. No, the title is Woke Cunts. Woke Cunts. Woke Cunts is the title. <clears throat> that is the title of the episode, Woke Cunts. A mob of woke cunts. How many cunts will a woke mob get if a woke mob won't cunt mob? Wait a minute, what? What'd he say? That's right. I just, I, I have been obviously, uh, been triggered a lot by millennials. Or maybe uh, Gen Z's. Is that the one we're supposed to fucking, um, is that the, is that the one that's, uh, entering adulthood? God, it's too bad, because I, I thought my generation... Gen X, I thought was a cool name. And then the next one was Gen Y. And I just kind of snickered because I thought, that's a lame name. And then, um, and then, and then Gen Y became, uh, Gen Y became millennials. Like the Millennial Falcon. I didn't think that was very good. I didn't think it was a good name. So here's, here's, a here's a taste of the show. Mr. Glasson, take it away. The Bulls McLean Radio Hour is brought to you by your mother's cunt. No, wait, don't use that, please. I don't have to eat dirt to know I don't like the taste. A couple weeks ago, I was on some thread. It's one of these conspiracy theory threads, somebody, uh, some meme group that are ge- generically anti-vax, pro-Trump, all the caveat that goes with that, voter fraud, obviously, uh, primarily anti-vax. That doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, some thread, I don't remember how the thread started, but, uh, oh, I know. Somebody posted some thread, some kind of, it's one of those things where uh, they post a quote, and then they put it with a picture of, and in this case, Morgan Freeman. And it's a quote that Morgan Freeman never said. They just liked the idea of a very um, distinguished Morgan Freeman picture while some quote some kind of anti-vax or some kind of anti-freedom post. Apropos of nothing, I don't remember what the post is. Aside from people calling out the person saying, hey, Morgan Freeman never said that. And, they, and a lot of people think that that's beside the point. But anyway, somebody in this uh, thread line then said, uh, said, this is a QAnon guy. Uh, he, he said, Jimmy Morgan Freeman Hendricks. And I said, are you one of those people that think Morgan Freeman is secretly Jimmy Hendricks? And the person responded, I don't know yet. Comma. I've only just read this a little bit. I've only just read a little bit of the story. Wouldn't surprise me if true. Comma. Although, I do know crazier things have happened in the music industry. Reminds me of Operation Diamond Cutter. I have no idea what that is. You can look it up. <laughs> and and you got to All right. So uh, my response, my response was, uh, okay. Let me get this straight. Jimi Hendrix goes into hiding, in parentheses, for some inexplicable reason. Goes into acting, in parentheses, of all professions, question mark. Changes his looks. No, they don't look alike. Is on TV every single day for seven years, no less. The Electric Company. So all the fellow musicians who's played with him, producers and whatnot... Do not catch on that he's the electric company guy. He even hobnobs with some of the same exact people. Now, I would assume since uh, you know Morgan Freeman was more of a breakout into the, uh, we'll, we'll say, the uh, mainstream crowd in 71, a year after Hendrix died at 70, that is a seamless transition. <clears throat> Certainly can be acknowledged as that, except for uh, some of these attributes I'm bringing up. But anyway, so as I said, 
he's on Electric Company for seven years. So all the fellow musicians he's played with, the producers and whatnot, do not catch on that he's the Electric Company guy. Even probably Hobnobs with some of the same exact people. That aside, this would be Jimi Hendrix, changes his voice. Now he's got to do the Morgan Freeman voice forever. Forever. Never. Never, ever does he ever go back to the Jimi Hendrix speaking voice. And in parentheses, I put no, they don't sound anything alike either. And your takeaway is, wouldn't be surprised? I'm also going to say that this bombshell is something you read on a meme somewhere on the internet. So what crazier things have happened? Has Paul McCartney been dead since 65 too? I'll tell you now and clear this mystery up. He's not. And then the person went on to say, uh, thank you for your words of wisdom. I will still check it out. No offense, you probably are right. It's very gracious of him. And I'll let you know what I come up with and let you know if you'd like. I will check it out. No offense, you probably are right. I'll let you know what I what I come up with and let you know if you'd like. And my response was, please do, please do, please do, please do. That would be nice. That would be swell. That's all I'm looking for, a little evidence. This one is really controversial. You're not going to like it at all. At my 20-year reunion from high school, there were probably some people there with genital herpes or other venereal diseases that were incurable, but they were there. At your 20-year reunion from high school, they're going to be empty chairs because they will have died of AIDS. Finally, without any further ado, today's one-star review of strip clubs comes from Louisiana, New Orleans, probably. What am I saying here? All right, here we go. Let's start it off. Visions Men's Club. There's no apostrophe in that. Uh, 4,000 Downman Road, New Orleans. Let's see what we got here. We got Kelly Barlow. No, Kelly Barrow. That's what she said. One star. No girls paid any attention to me, my husband, or our friend. Our friend wanted a lap dance and asked one girl, but she ignored him. Overall, we walked out. Overall, between the girls just walking right past us, though we had money and more than willing to tip and the bartenders ignoring us, we had a terrible experience. Apparently, they used to... Apparently... This used to be the place to go to. I think that's what they're trying to say. But they said, apparently they used to the place to go to, but not anymore. Apparently. Apparently not anymore. All right. Response from the owner. We always aim to deliver a great experience, and we are gutted when we don't meet expectations. Thanks for taking the time to bring this to our attention. We will use the feedback to make us better and to ensure this doesn't happen again. All right. No girl. This is the sentence. Huh. Is, do you think they, um, are the girls intimidated when there's a guy there with another girl? I assume there's got to be an obstacle to overcome. You know, because uh, you don't know if what kind of, I mean, I guess if they're there. Is that always a good thing? Or is it a little like, do you get to prey on? It's easier to prey on the single lonely man. I would imagine it would be. I would imagine. Um, yes. Yeah, I can see that. I can see I can see the girls kind of preferring. I can I can see them being being a little hesitant. Eric Short. Three years ago, very sexy girls, but they are beyond pushy. 
Yes, that is a consistent factor in this experience. They are beyond pushy. That's funny. We went on a slower night and many girls were standing around, but they all expected a tip before we finished half a drink. Hmm. I guess slow night, yeah, they are going to be in extra push mode. We had one girl walk past us and said if we didn't tip, she would call the bouncer. It gave us bad vibes, and we left after 10 minutes. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, um, lady, that's counterproductive. I guess you're supposed to, I mean, tip on the dance floor. Are they are They just so bored? Maybe they're just staring into phones now. That's what I assume has got to go on. Certainly, I've read that in a few of these reviews, that they just kind of sit at the end. If they're not feeling it, they're just, like, staring into the phone. There is a response from the owner. Thank you for bringing this to our attention. We're sorry you had a bad experience. Boy, oh boy. Why don't you put your fucking heart into it, guys? Jesus Christ, that's quite a response. Yeah. All right, here we go. Haley, Haley Mills. Haley Mills. Must be the same one, right? It's, it's H-A-Y-L-A-L-E-Y Mills. I feel like Hallie Mills is like an H-A-I-L-E-Y. Not two fucking Y's in her name. So this isn't the real Haley Mills, who I believe is the star of The Parent Trap. Might have been the teacher of the first season of uh, Saved by the Bell. And she's in that movie Twisted Nerve. That's from Twisted Nerve. Uh, but little kid Disney actress, that darn cat. That's nothing. I should just cut that out. It's just fucking stupid. Who cares? Anyway, this is Hallie Mills. Two years ago, Hallie Mills said, The owners are probably the rudest, most immature I've managed to come across. Until you come across another one that is the rudest and most immature. Uh, they allow their dancers to be assaulted on the job. And when we called out... Oh, and when called out for not taking action against the situation, they accused hundreds of concerned out-of-state reviewers of just being angry that they are banned from their club for selling drugs, despite, uh, in quotes, all right, despite having never stepped, of, stepped foot in uh, the state. I don't, what's going on here? That doesn't make any sense, Allie Mills. Star of Twisted Nerve and That Darn Cat. And the fucking Parrot Trap. Both the original and the fucking reunion movie they made in the fucking 90s for the Disney fucking channel. Alright, here's what the fake Hallie Mills had to say after that. She said, I hope the lovely women who work here end up finding better jobs where they are respected as the human beings that they are. Even if it means finding a better club. Yo, what kind of assault are we talking here? How do we know? Not to play devil's advocate. But how do we know this is this is a how do we know what it is? Are the are the girls complaining here? I want to see the dancers complain. I want to hear what they're complaining. Their complaints are, hey, some woke cunt came in here and uh muscled in on my fucking scam. Lady, mind your own business. Who knows? That being said, I'm sure there's a phenomenal amount of uh, assault on the job. We'll say sexual assault. I don't think they're all often whacking him in the face or anything like that. But maybe, maybe there's some kind of um, gratuitous uh, lines crossed. But I want to hear from the dancers. I don't want to hear from this woman here. I would absolutely not step foot into this establishment. Oh, after hearing how they are treated by their, uh, how they're treated. After hearing how they treat their female employees. Private contract, in quotes. Private contract or not. And not to mention the immaturity level whilst dealing with the public's backlash. The disregard for basic human decency is strong here strong was in all caps all caps 
Strong, all caps. 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 For everyone complaining about the dancers in the reviews, you have management to thank for that. Oh, I wish there was a response from the owner. Should I make one up? I want to hear what the assault was. Me a juicier fucking complaint, lady. These are all women. Guys don't have anything to complain about. So here's something. I don't... The name is G. The letter G. Five years ago. Disgusting. Ugly women who push you to tip them even when you aren't paying attention to them. I wasn't paying attention to them. He wasn't paying attention. The New Orleans hustle never ends in this dump of a city. Yeah. Isn't that part of its charm? I went to New Orleans, um... Oh, God. Was it pandemic? No. Maybe. Who knows? There's no way of finding out this kind of information. But I went to New Orleans um, a couple years ago, and I, just, I could not believe... Just you, just you just see just people, just uh, droves of people, wasted, walking. You have to drive, like, we had to drive to our Airbnb, so it was like, you know, people just, like easy to tip off and get them in some kind of rage fest they're just and one guy I remember we went to one bar and this guy was this guy who was like kind of a street person we'll say um, was trying to get it he just had a, his, his, he looked like he was freshly punched in the face he was all puffy and wet and just, just watery blood was dripping down and he was trying to get into the club <laughs> That being said, I don't know what happened to him. Hopefully he's okay. Uh, but there was a lot of that. A few sightings of people who just had literally like blood coming out of their face. So anyway, disgusting, ugly women who push, who push you to tip them even when you aren't paying attention to them. The New Orleans hustle. It never ends in this dump of a city. Da -da 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 -da. Starts Friday and theaters everywhere. That's what they... they <laughs> never ends in this dump of a city. I wish I'd hear uh, Joe Friday saying that. Uh, and specifically talking about New Orleans, not, not uh, Los Angeles. Okay. Hmm. Thank you for... Uh, response from the owner is... Thank you for bringing this to our attention. We're sorry you had a bad experience. All right. Tiny. All right, here's here's a here's a here's another celebrity, I suppose. Review Tiny Oh Tiny Santana Tiny Santana Hold me closer Tiny Santana Do 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 I called ND the guy that answered the phone very well. Alright here's what it is Four years ago Tiny Santana I want to say Tiny Sinatra and it's it's bugging me now that it, that's not what it was because that's what my dyslexic brain saw when I first looked at it Tiny Santana four years ago I called, and the guy that answered the phone was very rude. One star for that. That's that's reflective. The whole fucking thing, one star. I called to get the times. I called to schedule. I called to get some deets. That's what they're calling for, the deets. I called, and the guy answered was very rude. One star. That reflects the whole club. That one guy. We don't even know the fucking thing. Come on, tiny Santana. Hold me closer. So here's what, and here's, oh, here's what the response from the owner is. Thank you for bringing this to our attention. We're sorry you had a bad experience. Oh boy, oh boy. Come on, guys. Think of, get, put your heart into your responses here. This, this is a copy-paste job. Fucking have to copy-paste Matt Glasson in these fucking things. All right. Secure, okay, K-Money. K-Money. Reviewed this two years ago. One star. Security came outside and was rude. Security came outside and was rude. Oh, and this is great. So, two years ago, this review was, and there was a response from the owner from eight months ago. <laughs> we always aim to deliver a great experience, and we are gutted when we don't meet expectations. 
Thanks for taking the time to bring this to our attention. We will use the feedback to make us better and to ensure this doesn't happen again. I'll bet. I'll bet. I'll bet they will use this feedback to make sure this doesn't happen again because security guard came outside. Was We will not have a root security guard. I mean, we have a lot going on in this club, but a root security guard? Out of the question. Sexual assault? Eh, no problem. But we will not tolerate this root security guard. We didn't even bother to answer for the, the sexual assault one. I guess that's probably what your lawyer tells you to do. Oh, here's another. Boy, this is like, these guys, I think they... We got a theme here, boys and girls. Shada Morris. Shady? Shada? S-H-A-D-A. Morris. Spelled like cat. Shada Morris? Three years ago. Two words. They rude. Shada Morris feels that this place... Shada Morris says they rude. She said they rude. I assumed it's a she. And you know what they said? Here we go. You ready for this? You ready for this fucking response from the owner? It's fucking uh, nails it every time. Here we go. We apologize that our service did not satisfy your expectations. Yeah. Whoop-de-fucking-do for you, men's club from whatever. What's this place called? Uh, menswear? Vision Men's Club. At Vision Men's Club, they rude. They rude. All right. Jose Sierra, four years ago. And this is translated by Google. And maybe they're sarcastic, but nice place to have fun. One star. Um, original is uh, Lindo Lugar Para Divertice. Divertice. Oh, Diverterse. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm no expert. Then they, uh, the response from the owner is, uh, We apologize that our service did not satisfy your expectations. They apologize that their service did not satisfy your expectations okay shit fuck fuck this all right uh another another one star with no explanation here we go finally hustler club new orleans john hall get your wallet stolen avoid this place get your wallet stolen dot 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 avoid this place and the response from the owner I like this. Hi, John. My name is Anne, and I am the GM of the Nolens Hustler Club. I have checked with my staff, and nobody remembers a wallet being reported stolen. If you could, email me and more specific details. I'd like to further investigate. Anne at emailredacted.com. Thank you. I think Glasson nailed Anne right there. Perfect, perfect. Exactly what she would have said. Classic Anne. Okay. Dancers, men's club, and sports bar. Men and sports bar. Things I don't want to go to. Yes. David Adams. This is five years ago. Disappointing that the owners don't realize men like well-conditioned, athletic, naked women. Most of the dancers are chunky with beer bellies. To each his own, buddy. Southern University, right nearby. No excuses for not recruiting Fresh talent. <laughs> yeah, sure, that sounds good. Why don't you set up a, a table at a job fair there uh, next time they have one at the uh, Southern University. Louisiana Southern University. I should, I should look up that address, see where that is. See how close it really is in proximity. And that's the only one they got for that one. Absol All right, so Wild Orchid Cabaret. Wild Orchid Cabaret. Isn't that a Mickey Rourke follow-up? to nine and a half weeks. Am I crazy in that? I think I'm right. <clears throat> Echo Hensley. Six years ago. Absolute garbage! Exclamation point. My BF and I came up from Baton Rouge for the weekend. So, weekend. 
So decided to try this club because of the last review. Right after we walked in, the DJ started talking about wanting to be a sperm whale and spew all over the girls on the floor. We were disgusted. Have more respect for the ladies that work there. There are reasons. Uh, they are the reason you have a job. Boy. Left immediately. Look at that. Look at that. Little woke cunts going to a strip club. Jesus Christ. Guess you showed them. Have more respect for the ladies. Left immediately. Will not be returning anytime I visit. At least my cover was free. Well, there you go. What a waste. Don't waste your time or money here. And the girls who work there read this. Please have more respect for yourself. You deserve to work at a better club. I didn't realize that um, DJ, stripper, strip club DJs have some, uh, have some expectation of tact. I thought, like, all right, fine. A rather um, infantile play on words. The sperm whale and spew all over the girls. What are the customers saying to the people? Probably saying much worse, I'd imagine, right? But get this. Response from the owner. We are in process of getting rid of the DJ, and I agree he is disgusting. Well, they feel the same way. They don't like they don't like their girls being talked to that way. They don't like their stripper girls. That's six years ago. I wonder how they handled that. All right, four years ago, same place. Wild Orchid. Not the movie. Four years ago, this place is horrible. The manager, Jenny, has no communication. How ironic is that? Jenny has no communication skills, nor is she qualified to run a business. Exclamation point. They act like the ATM machine is down so everyone would have to start a tab so they can hold $100 of your money or pay extra $5 just to get a $20 dance card, to get a $20 dance card. They are straight players. And straight is spelled S-T-R-A-I-T. As in, um, as in the dire. They are straight players and don't let Jenny fool you with her fake chimpanzee smile. Oh. And her 85-year-old sugar daddy have fired all the black women and kept only two so it could not look suspicious. Xavier Sims, this is who's reviewing this, Xavier Sims, seems to have the inside scoop on this place. They want give them anything to drink unless a customer buys them one and she talks to the girls like they're her children. T-H-E-R-E. I love it when they use there for there. And not they are. Or not there for they are. I love it when they say there. And they say T-H-E-R-E. Um, the girls like their children. This place is completely out of control. Four, Four exclamation, exclamation points. points. Four of them. Well... Xavier, we do have a response from the owner for Xavier. Funny, we've been in business far 34 years, must be doing something right. Why don't you buy a six pack and turn on a computer and have a wild night? <laughs> I mean, that doesn't have a single bit of punctuation. It is just a string of words separated by single spaces. So I'll try that one more time because it really is a marvel of a sentence. Funny, we've been in business far 34 years, must be doing something right. Why don't you buy a six pack and turn on a computer and have a wild night? Oh yeah, she told you, or he told you, is it is it he or she? Well, they told you, Xavier Sims, if that's your real stripper name, all right. Kitty C. Boy, it's these names, I tell you. These are the disgruntled ex-employees here at this place, I would imagine. Haven't had a chance to go there myself yet, but the way the owner responds to a lot of these reviews is pretty telling. Well, you're, you're telling us something, too. Um, always 
something along the lines of, we are wrong, so you are wrong, so buy some beer and cigarettes and have a good time with your computer, quote, quote, unquote. They kind of said that in the last one. They said buy a six-pack. It's funny, they put in quotes, they didn't really directly quote them. Very, very rude online, so I definitely will not be coming here or spreading any good words for it anytime soon. Anytime soon. All right. Well, here's a response from the owner to Kitty C. Well, it's the truth. You have never owned a bar, have you? I would give the same answer again. And by the way, we are the oldest nightclub in Shreveport, Bossier. 32 years, so we must be doing something right. No punctuation. You're not getting punctuation right, fuckers. I think that's it. That's just those two places. Uh, That's just uh, outside of... um, Who's it? They rude at the uh, men's sportswear bar. Vision Men's Club. Not a place where you get fixed for your glasses. It's uh, it's a strip club. Vision Men's Club. Is that an eye doctor? No, it's a strip club. How are they? They rude. Well, here we go. That's the end of this segment. You're welcome. So the next time that somebody wants you to go to bed with them, with or without a condom, then just picture that you're actually going to bed. It's not just you and him or you and her. It's that you're packing along a loaded revolver with you when you go. And not only that, when you go to bed with that person, you're not just going to bed with that person. You're going to bed with every other person that person has ever gone to bed with before in their life. So just picture it's as if you're all crawling into one bed together. What if I want to have sex before I get married? Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. And you'll probably take with you your spouse and one or more of your children. ...is critical. You know what? If you're in a fighting marriage, as described here, you probably need love must be tough sometimes. All right, so uh, anyone seen the Dahmer television series anyone been keeping up with the Dahmers it's a hilarious spoiler alert they are not renewing it for a second season oh boy the ratings were so through the roof get ready uh, for some terrible terrible white privilege in act in action it is a horrendous essay on white privilege and uh, shitty police work. When the Dahmer case broke, uh, I was probably 20, and it when it broke, I remember the weekend it broke, I worked in a movie theater, and uh, the movie, when the case broke on the weekend, uh, the movie we had to, um, I worked in a one-screen movie theater with a balcony, it had been there since like the 40s, called the Shady Oak Movie Theater on Forsyth, and um, Hanley, uh, thereabouts, mostly in Foresight. But worked in this theater, and guess what movie comes to our theater when everyone is talking about the Dahmer case in Milwaukee, Wisconsin? It's a movie called Body Parts. You lost your arm in a car accident yesterday. We've transplanted another arm for you. It's sort of gross. Well, that's not how it looks. It's how it works, right? I think there's something the matter with me. Yeah, so uh, we had this little tiny old marquee that was on it. It was a sign. It wasn't even above the theater. It was actually on this little sidewalk sign. And I... uh, so you'd have to climb this rickety ladder and stand on the top step. This is uh, You'd have to stand on, this is not a step step, to really get them all out there. And he always wanted, my manager always wanted more shit on there. Like, he'd, you know, we, can we just put the title of the movie? Because we're already risking our teenage necks on this thing. And uh, he always like, well, put, um, he liked to fill the marquee. So put Jeff Fahey in body parts. 
which I thought which sucked because no one knows who Jeff Fahey was. I certainly do now after putting his name up on a marquee more than once because uh, later we had Lawnmower Man. But uh, so, and I hated doing the top one because it was really dangerous. And this is on a hill. This, this fucking sign was on a slope and you're on that little A-frame ladder. Not a good one, a, a standard one. But we had suggested to our manager, can we put from Milwaukee body parts? <laughs> of course not. And my buddy told me that in Milwaukee, they didn't promote the movie because of that, which I thought they, they refused because of all the negative attention Milwaukee was getting. Uh, my buddy Bill Streeter posted, I ain't watching that stupid Dahmer shit. Why did anyone think we needed yet another movie about that pathetic bastard? What's so interesting about him, question mark? It's boring and gross. Correct, sure. And certainly Bill is entitled to his opinion. I tell you, he got so much flack because it is so popular. People were well over 100 replies. And it was just like got to be a harassment for his own... Um, for his own notifications in his Facebook. Because he's like, ding, 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 ding. And it's like uh, annoying him, I'm sure. But, uh, that was, uh, dude, Molly Ringwald is in it. <laughs> Which she's, you honestly, you can blink. She is really in the background. She is really, even when she's in the foreground, she is a second-class citizen in this, in this series. Another woman said, I devoured it. Pun intended. Woo! Another said, because I'd watch anything with Evan Peters. Or because I said, because I said I'd watch Evan Peters do anything. Evan Peters. All right, so let me get down to uh, where it gets kind of juicy, where I get kind of good to see the response. So anyway, one of my posts on the matter was, I got through at least episode eight episodes when they showed a bunch of kids playing a home Atari unit. And they were probably playing the home version of Asteroids, but the sound effects were obviously from the stand-up arcade unit. Total bullshit! This series is not to be taken seriously. Really fast and loose with the facts. I'm not buying it. I need more realism. Which was a joke. I watched the whole series. Anyway, <laughs> somebody responded to that. I'm not sure if you've ever lived. I'm not even going to speed. It basically, took my took my whole thing seriously, as if um, it, it, it revolves more around um, the realism of the characters as opposed to whether or not they had an arcade sound. Yes. So then, one woman, who I will not name, posted this. Some meme that's going on. My friend had a relative who murdered someone recently. She posted. She posted this about it. I'm going to stand on the victim's side here. Again. <laughs> had a relative who murdered someone and uh, the families have already said that the Netflix Dahmer series has re-traumatized them so I think we need to acknowledge that you watching it goes goes away beyond goes away it goes way beyond I like true crime because it's informative in quotes admit it the trauma of others is entertaining for you and go Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. I like true crime because I like seeing shitty cops. Because I like seeing all the horrible women out there depicted on a Lifetime movie killing men. <laughs> it takes the heat off us. Finally. <laughs> anyway. Oh, God, I love the uh, the thing about Pam. Uh, I, did I talk about that? I made my girlfriend watch. I love the true crime shit. The girlfriend doesn't, so I got to stop making her watch this shit. And, she's, and she did not. She's probably more traumatized. She's probably as traumatized as the victims after watching Dahmer. She couldn't believe it. She's like, let's just fucking get through it every day, which is great. But I should just watch it by myself. Anyway, to this woman... The families have already said that the Netflix Dahmer series has re-traumatized them, so I think we need to acknowledge that you watching it goes way beyond. I like true crime because it's informative and admit that the trauma of others is entertainment for you. And go, 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 go. All right. My response was, I'm not taking credit for the pain of people because I watch a show I didn't make. 
on a TV, which is thousands of miles away from where they live. You know, just whatever. I know that's probably not a wonderful answer to it. Like, kind of like, yeah, fuck them. But, uh, you know, we we have a First Amendment, ladies and gentlemen, as I am utilizing right now. I'm talking about white people. Maybe it triggers white people. So anyway, this woke cunt said to me, again, good to know trauma of others is entertainment for you. Go fuck yourself, lady. Go fuck yourself. My response was, I've covered this before, but I'm going to say it again. Yeah, you can pretty much apply that to anything. Everything and anything can trigger somebody somewhere. Have you expunged your entire entertainment files of everything problematic? Question mark. Probably not. But the moralistic, self-righteous finger-wagging sure does get old pretty goddamn fast, too, if you ask me. Pretty goddamn fast, too. Especially when there's an erroneous accusation that it's everybody's fault but yours. Just stop. And she replied, so I want to see what this fucking woke cunt has to say about that. You okay over there? No, I'm not. I'm so mad at you for fucking... Because that's a fucking, fucking cop-out answer, lady. Are you? Yeah, I'm okay. Dahmer didn't kill and eat anyone I love, so I'm fine with watching a Netflix documentary about him. Murder sells, lady. Murder sells. Fucking puts asses in seats. How about Dumb and Dahmer? Dumb and Dahmer? Could that be one? Starring Jim Carrey? I heard uh, in the news that there's uh, some concerned parents out there that aren't... Uh, well, there's a big backlash over the whole Dahmer thing. Festivities management at DIX Milwaukee is warning customers one costume will not be tolerated. Promoting their Saturday Halloween party and costume contest, DIX also posted on Facebook, please, no Jeffrey Dahmer costumes. A traumatizing time the LGBTQ plus community lived through, Dahmer killed 17 men and boys, most of them in Milwaukee. Authorities say he met many of his victims in gay bars in Walker's Point. DIX here in Walker's Point isn't the only bar sending this message. Another bar downtown is also warning their customers not to show up in a Dahmer costume. The bar This Is It also posted their own Dahmer costume ban on Facebook, telling 12 News it's been getting phone calls ever since the Netflix series aired, adding such hateful and disrespectful costumes will not be allowed in our space. Your dad has wondered about all kinds of things, from the medication that your mom was on during her pregnancy, to the fact that you were exposed to violent arguments in the home from an early age and continuing, to the possibility that he might have passed on some genetic propensity for obsession or violent behavior. Does any of that ring true to you? I can see why he'd wonder about those things, but uh, as far as I'm concerned, they're all excuses because I didn't feel accountable to anybody. I didn't feel that I had to, to uh, face what I had done ever. And uh, so you, you have, there comes a point where a person has to, has to be accountable for what he's done. Can't go, can't go around making excuses, uh, blaming other people or other things. So I, I alone am the one who's responsible for what's happened. Let me ask, when did you first feel that, that everyone is accountable for their actions. Well, thanks to you for, for sending uh, that uh, creation science uh, material. Because I always, I always believe the, uh, the lie that uh, evolution is truth, the theory of evolution is truth, that we all just came from uh, the slime and uh, when, we, when we died, you know, that was it. There was nothing. So it, the whole theory cheapens life and uh, started reading books about how, that show how evolution is, is just a complete lie. There's, there's, no, there's no basis in science to, uh, to uphold it. And I've come to, since come to believe that, uh, that the Lord Jesus Christ is the true creator of uh, the heavens and the earth. It just didn't just happen. And uh, I have accepted him as my Lord and Savior. And I believe that I, as, long, as well as everyone else, will be accountable to him. I'm only giving candy to children dressed up as Dahmer. 
knock knock on the door trick-or-treat halloween time hey little girl what's that you're going out? oh you're going out as ariel well that's nice i'm uh i'm just hanging out full-size snickers here to children dressed as real homicidal monsters not fake ones like the little mermaid real ones somebody texted me the other day saying how terrible the new monsters uh, movie was is that a movie it's got to be right oh god uh in solidarity of the victims i am boycotting that rob zombie monsters horseshit that looks terrible Like all too many of his contemporaries, Tom is experimenting with something he knows little about. Something about which too little is known by anyone. Marijuana. It's a scene which must have been played out countless times in countless ways, all equally heartbreaking. The father-son confrontation. The other day I uh, lost it on a millennial. The other night, the other evening, it was uh, at a friend's birthday party. We were celebrating. We were on a back patio of an establishment. I guess I was talking. It was was two tables, two picnic tables pushed together. I'm at the end of one table. At the other end, on the other table, opposite side of the table, people are playing dominoes, young people, millennials. And uh, I am talking to uh, the two or three people in my quad of the table. And I did not, I did not know this, but uh, and, and I don't know where it started. Apparently, my talking perhaps traveled. I don't doubt that. I was getting some leers and peers, which I wasn't aware of, over my discussion. I think I talked about Louis C.K. a little bit and talked about uh, a little interaction. Uh, maybe I'll go into it a little later. But... Um, I don't know. Who knows? Whatever it was, it is non-millennial friendly. And my conversation with people not in my circumference, not even my circle. So I'm sitting there and here's the the interesting thing. One guy comes over and I didn't know this, but this guy came over and and mentioned we talked about Allen Ginsberg, of which I know. Obviously, the cursory amount of I know that he is a beat poet. He was a signature icon of the 60s uh, obviously he's in the background of the bob dylan um suburban something or other blues and he's written like uh, books and books of poems of which i have pretty much never read except for one poem and i think the poem was called and i think it's from the 60s or 70s the poem's called master may i and i all i remember from that is one line I remember, um, Master, may I lick your rosy red asshole or something like that. And I'm not exaggerating. That is a line from the poetry, from the poem. And that is the only line of Ellen Ginsberg I remember throughout my entire life. And I read that like, shit, 1991 or something like that. Maybe 90. 30 years ago, obviously. Uh, and again, always known who he was. That's all I've retained. Books and books I've never read, thousands upon millions of words, pages, copies sold, not a single line more. Anyway, Ellen Ginsberg, member of NAMBLA, uh, North American Organization of Man, Love, Boy, whatever it is. I, I can't remember right off, but anyone who probably listens to the show probably knows what NAMBLA is. If not, Google it carefully, I suppose. I don't know. Google, Google NAMBLA. So at one point, I said, Jesus Christ, I had no idea he's a member of NAMBLA, and that's an open thing, and he would say that, and he would know, and it's known. He's, uh, I don't know what the context is entirely. I didn't look it up, and I'm certainly not going to. But I heard it from someone, so there's no reason to doubt it. So apparently he said, yeah, yeah Ellen Ginsberg, member of NAMBLA. I go, Jesus Christ, that's pretty terrible. And again, this is, uh, there's people that like him, or at least, uh, I suppose, I don't know, he's Revered, respected, studied in colleges, maybe? I don't know. I thought that was surprising, amazing. In in a disgusting way, by the way. Anyway, I had no idea. 
And I said to the guy next to me, I'm like, you ever see the fucking documentary about Nambla? There was a documentary. I thought it was from the 80s. Actually, it's like from 93 or something. And uh, again, it's an expose. It's a documentary. It's home shot. It looks like it's shot on VHS and has very disturbing people explaining themselves, warranting their behavior. I think there's a scene where there's like a gay pride parade and the Nambla people try to muscle in with their sides. Like, no, get out of here. No way. I, I think they'll get the fuck away from our parade. And rightfully so. It's it's it's, it's like uh, it's like a Nazi demonstration at Rajasthan or something. Um, again, fine, you know. And I'm saying there's a documentary, not one that's glorifying it. Although I don't I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while, but I should you should pop it on. I think it's still on YouTube. It's always on YouTube. It's always like a clums cl- cl- uh, a clunky version, but it's really fucked up. It has a real adults who are almost childlike in their predatory um you know state of wanting to seduce children and thinking that children want to be seduced that's vaguely what i remember about it i worked in a video store we'd pop it on sometimes during the work it was funny stuff so uh anyway i'm talking about the documentary not saying i might have said it's a good documentary and it probably isn't that great I, I, I think it's there to expose the subject matter of it more than it is to glorify it, from what I remember. That's what I got out of it when I watched this fucking thing, because it's disturbing and disgusting. The best part is they play their answer machine, and they just have nothing but foul death threats from parents or people or adults or whoever. Just telling, I haven't, again, I haven't seen it in 20, 30 years. I think I popped it on at some point. Anyway, I'm sitting there talking about this fucking shit. I'm fucking talking to two people sitting next to me. And there's a gaggle of um, 20-somethings, maybe. Maybe 30-somethings. I don't know. Younger than me. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, one of the chicks, I guess towards the end, just yells at me and says, Could you fucking stop talking about Nambla? I'm like, what? I go, no one's fucking talking to you. And I just lose my shit, man. I lose it on her. Just I just lose my temper because she lost her temper with me and I didn't know who the fuck she was. I wasn't paying any attention to her. I wasn't talking to her. I guess she was overhearing my conversation and it was disturbing her. Uh, went on to say, I'm a child. She went on to go and tell me that she was a molested person as as if, I, first off, I should have said to him like, well, you know, I got to worry about Nambla, young lady. It's in the title. You're fine from them. But it was kind of like, not everything's about you. You know, not everything's about you. And I'm sorry for your fucking thing. Anyway, I started yelling at her a little bit. Then her boyfriend chimes in. Do not talk to her that way. Do not talk to her. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, she's talking to me this way. And she goes on how she's molested. I just yell out the most grisliest, angriest fucking, I'm sorry. And I stormed off. I mumbled woke cunts to myself as I walked off. But I was very frustrated and mad. And I just first fucking, you know, yells at me and then they get cheesed off because I yell back and again I'm minding my own I said mind your own business which they should have they should I I, I guess or ask me politely to I don't know all of a sudden I'm a fucking card-carrying member of Nambla I think one of the things I had said and they might have overheard is I was talking about the jokes that got James Gunn into trouble of which I don't remember any of except for the one joke that he had said, which was, he said, I finally joined Nambla. It's nice to be around people that understand me. Something along those lines. He tweeted that in about 2008 or 9 or whatever, whenever they had, you know, whenever Twitter was fresh and he was still a, um, a hard R racy filmmaker. And sure enough, two Disney movies later, they start threatening his job because they found these old fucking tweets from whenever. And thankfully, everyone stuck up for him and said, fuck it, we're not doing a third uh, Galaxy of the Guardians movie without fucking uh, James Gunn. So fuck you, and I'm glad they fucking did it. I, I respect, mainly I respect James Gunn as a person. Don't like Dawn of the Dead remake. That's neither here nor there. But um, I, generally, I you know, I think it's just digging up all this shit and all this fucking shit. You know, cancel culture. 
So I kind of lost it on this millennial, and I fucking screamed, I'm sorry. And I wasn't. I wasn't sorry at all. So anyway, uh, who knows if I'll see that person again. I certainly hope so. I certainly hope so. Because honestly, it just it, I, I, I was literally on my end of the table talking to my fucking friends, minding my own fucking business. I don't listen to, I wouldn't even, I didn't even know, they weren't even in my fucking cursory. They weren't even in my fucking vision. Uh, except when I noticed that they're playing um, uh, dominoes. And I said, oh, they're playing an old man game over there. I made some wisecrack. I'm sure they thought that was hilarious, dude. So, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Watch that Nambla documentary. And anyway, I'm not sure what, what where they came into what I was saying. But... I had had a conversation. I had had a conversation. I had had a, had a um, it's, it, it probably started because somebody posted something on their social media. He posted something about, I guess, Showtime is releasing a documentary about Louis C.K.'s comeback. If you want to call it that, I think it's, you know, obviously he's got a, I don't know if he even went anywhere. He still kind of had an audience. I think he toured a couple. I think he toured even after the thing happened, which he addresses. Uh, anyway, he had said, all right, there's a Louis C.K. comeback documentary. You can watch it whenever you want, but it will intermittently interrupt your programming and block the door while you're trying to leave, which is a reference to Louis C.K., perhaps masturbating and blocking doors from people leaving. Which, from my understanding and my research, is false. It didn't happen. And I said to him, I go, hey, you know, I think you're conflating Harvey Weinstein with him. He's the block the door guy. Louis C.K. is not. And his response was, you know, and basically that was the crux of his post. I said, so basically said, you know, blocking doors is not the creepy thing about it. And I go, well, I mean, but get your, get your, you know, get your facts straight. He went on to post an article. I want to say it's by Daily, Daily Beast. And it was an interview with Roseanne Barr. And Roseanne Barr went on a thing how she'd heard the rumors over the years about Lucy Kay. And she had said, yeah, I heard he blocked the door while they were trying to leave. In this article, Roseanne Barr said this. And he quoted this on top of the article he's posting. He's He's posting a link, and he's posting her quote. So then I read the fucking article, and I read it, and in the middle of the article, it says, I don't know firsthand. This is all secondhand information, but I heard stuff like that. Which is easy to confuse for other stories. Is right when the, everything happened at the same exact time. Louis C.K., Harvey Weinstein, just... And I said, I quoted Roseanne, where she said, look, I don't have this... I, I, I reposted, hey, in the article... I quoted Roseanne Barr. I don't have this firsthand knowledge. I only have second, you know, I've only heard this secondhand. Whatever the quote is, I quoted it. And I go, also, by the way, Roseanne Barr thinks that uh, Sandy Hook is a false flag operation and those kids are all alive. And it'd be great if they were, but she believes in some mega stupid shit. You know, she's becoming obviously a, a fucking Trump supporter. And, and all the caveat that goes with that and voter fraud and everything that's um, everything that's going on, everything that's involving that nonsense. And I literally was about to post something heinous about her say, hey, she's a fucking idiot, blah, blah, blah. And I thought about it before I posted this. Roseanne Barr is also a product of child molestation and abuse and who knows what other kind of a post-child adult abuse and I'm sure plenty with the fact that she was a female in an all-male sort of um, field. So I kind of thought about it. I thought, well, I used to like her work a lot. I kind of think she tweeted, she tweeted stupid shit. She tweeted racist shit when she was on an Adderall. Uh, is that Adderall? Or what's the one where you're driving and you're, you're completely asleep? You're driving a car. I think that's Adderall. Oh, Ambien. 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 She had an Ambien thing and she tweeted something racist. And she got canceled, and she, you know, she dug her own grave. She was stupid. So, made mistakes, I'll say. I'll even say she made mistakes. Again, I thought about, I was going to say some pretty heinous shit about Roseanne Barr, what a dumb fuck I think she is. 
I thought about, you know, she's just got this caveat of abuse and problems and everything led to, to where she is now. And it's not all, it's probably a lot of bad, not all good. You know what? I'll just say she's kind of a victim of circumstances. That led her into believing whatever made up shit she does. And she was a big fucking Sandy Hook conspiracy theorist. I mean, I'm talking like a decade ago, whenever that was going down, she was in on that. In on that. She was up on that. She was up in that, as they say. So I refrained from fucking saying anything about Roseanne Barr. Anyway, my response was met with, what's with this hostility? I said, hey, Roseanne Barr also said she doesn't know offhand, and she also thinks San Diego kids are still alive. And then I said, delete Bowie from your playlists. As I've Obviously, as I said earlier, that's in my wheelhouse. There you go. Fine. Don't like Louis C.K.? Fuck you. I'll find something that you do like that you're not allowed to listen to anymore. I can outwoke you. No one cares. No one cares. They like hearing, uh, is the life on mine? La, 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 la. La, la. Living on a la, la, la. Is the life on Mars? I am so fucking sick of that song. They're playing that in every goddamn movie trailer, every fucking movie. I fucking hate anything that takes place in the 70s. They play that fucking song. It must be cheap or something. Anyway, good for life on Mars. Good for, I should say not good for it. Stop listening to it. Not allowed to hear. You know what? Just forget I just sang that. I'm a part of the problem now. So uh, anyway, I went on. He went on to say I was hostile. I wasn't. I said, hey. Get your shit straight. Your whole fucking joke, your whole post is based on something that's a fucking lie. Get your fucking shit straight. So, um, meanwhile, Louis C.K.'s new movie, Fourth of July, is available for for download and streaming on louisck.com. Go to it. I get nothing for that promotion. Not a thing. So, uh, anyway, uh fucking millennials yelled at me because they can't mind their own fucking business god knows i don't give a shit what they fucking care about or what they're talking about I'm not listening to them i'm rooting for the zombies sometimes i watch it i'm rooting for the zombies yep that's a good thing it's a good thing i said out loud got off my chest for you Boys and girls. So yeah, while you're sitting there fucking finger-wagging, pearl-clutching, moral-brow-beating, SJWing the shit out of everybody, you better look in your own fucking collection. Well, good for you. The Bulls McLean Radio Hour. A monthly podcast designed to inspire people and tell them how to think. Oh, and speaking of woke cunts, make sure you uh, go to punkpopportraits.com, which I'm pretty sure is a website that doesn't exist. Look up punk por- uh, punk punkpopportraits.com and order something uh, from Matt Willis Jones, the artist that is. Um, a sponsor of the show in no way, shape, and form. He's a sponsor for the show, and you can go and uh, get, um, you can probably get something for half off if you mention this podcast. Mention the Bulls McLean Hour and how much you you side with him on his constant misogyny and toxic masculinity on the rocks. It's toxic masculinity. And make sure you sign up and get some uh, punkpopportraits.com at a at a huge discount. All right, glad we got that piece of business out of the way because there is no business there. All right, take it away. Hey, this is Dan Destro. I'm Billy Noise, and I'm Johnny Savage. And we, and we are, are the, the Savage, Savage kind. kind. And you're listening to the Bulls McLean Hour. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! 
That's our show. If I've managed to trigger anybody, good. Your pain makes me stronger. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show for today. Thank you very much. Take it away, Conor. Miss you every single day.